This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. I just didn't want to do this today. Like, the news is fucking depressing. The shit that I'm getting ready to tell you guys is fucking depressing. I've been doing this shit since 2005. I've been reading the news. I feel like I'm not phased by this shit anymore. No, this... It sucks. It sucks. We're fucked. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday. No, unless you're Warlord, then it's Thursday. What we got planned for you tonight? Depressing news. Kids all over the country are going back to school. Depressing. Because we got fuck sticks. We've got Governor DeSantis. Just like threatening to cut funding on any school district that mandates masks or takes any kinds of precautions. It's it's insane. We've got we've got Governor Lee in Tennessee threatening districts that try to take precautions. Twelve people, twelve people are responsible for all or the majority of the vaccine misinformation on Facebook. Just twelve people. I can't wait to read that story. I don't think they named the twelve people though. Fucking Abbott. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tones in Texas. Shit. At least the governor of Oklahoma has said he'll think about convening a special session to overturn the ban on mask mandates that he signed into law. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. None of this shit is funny. Several Disney employees were arrested, among several others, a whole host of professions arrested in a child sex trafficking sting child sex sting of some sort maybe not trafficking is the right word I think when we get to the story it's going to be more entrapment by the Polk County Sheriff's Office in Florida whose uh, who's sheriff has made the news quite a few times He's well known on on Fox and OAN and Newsmax. We got video of an NBA star being tased. A black man was charged in his own attempted lynching. You, yet you heard me right. On, this is what I said. This is fucking depressing. The man was the victim of an attempted lynching, and now he's being charged. I'm sure that's going to be some fucking bullshit. A TikTok star has died filming a video in their front yard. 
a YouTube star who doesn't apparently, who doesn't seem to be that big of a YouTube star, but is trans, is making headlines, and I think that has more to do with it. They can try to slander the trans community. A brawl broke out on an airplane. We have wild video from that. Woke Agenda is preventing Tim Pool from having sex. Looks like he was appearing on Tucker Carlson. Now we're going to play a clip of Tucker, who was in Hungary. We're going to talk about why that's fucking wild that he's in Hungary. Apparently, he's talking about uh, media bias. That should be fun. Starting off tonight, I... For like the, what, 10th day in a row, this has been like... Had to start off with the COVID stories. Now, I don't know when this is a clip from. I'm just... I, I know that Walensky said this a couple of days ago, but finally... Dr. Fauci mentions it on ABC's This Week. I think we have enough of the percentage of people in the country, not enough to crush the outbreak, but I believe enough to not allow us to get into the situation we were in last winter. But things are going to get worse. If you look at the... Oh, that uh, map of Louisiana. The seven-day average. It's like the I-10 corridor running from Baton Rouge all the way over into the panhandle of Florida. Holy shit. 100 million people in this country who are eligible to be vaccinated who are not getting vaccinated. We are seeing an outbreak of the unvaccinated. There's some breakthrough. Welcome, RB. Vaccinated, you expect that because... No vaccine is 100% effective, but in the breakthrough infections, they are mostly mild or without symptoms, whereas the unvaccinated, who have a much, much, much greater chance of getting infected in the first place, yep. are the ones that are vulnerable to getting severe illness. That and that's, I am worried about children. Some Why am I the one worried about children? I, to I hate kids. Fuck kids. No, don't literally fuck kids. Seeing the cases go up. Be bad, as we'll find out later. Saying over and over again, the solution to this is get vaccinated, and this would not. If, if there are people out there who didn't already know that, we'll find out later why. For the most part, uh, pain and suffering for those that have not been vaccinated. I mean, the bottom line here is, isn't it, that there are breakthrough infre- infections for those that have been vaccinated, but you are highly unlikely to either be hospitalized or, or to die. Uh, if you have been vaccinated, isn't that right? That is correct, John. There's no doubt about that. That's one yes. of the really yes. very important reasons you want people to get vaccinated. Despite what Charlie Kirk and the other 11 purveyors of misinformation on Facebook may tell you, I'm just assuming Charlie Kirk is one of the 12. However, when you have... Maybe we'll find out when we read that story. ...getting infected, you're propagating the dynamics of the outbreak, which ultimately impacts everybody from the standpoint of having to wear masks, from the standpoint of the safety of the kids in school, from the standpoint of being able to open up everything the way we were when we were normal. So yes, from the standpoint of illness, hospitalization, 
suffering and death. The unvaccinated are the much more vulnerable because the vaccinated are protected from severe illness for the most part. But when you look at the country as a whole and getting us back to normal, the unvaccinated by not being... Hey, I am not... I am not... ...in the spread of the outbreak. I am not one to talk about hairlines here. I pointed that out many times. I pulled down the bandana and revealed what it looks like. I... Well, I'm talking to my friend on video chat. Like, I'm usually not wearing a bandana with when I'm talking to him. And I'm like, God damn, I'm fucking bald. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the skull though, and it actually like people think I'm I'm like hiding behind it, and I've I've explained the reasons for the bandana. I go out in public with my hair just pulled back; it looks really cool, even though like I have no hair in this area. It's cool. I slick it back and put it in a ponytail and shit. So, I'm not discriminate against bald people here. Break, which ultimately impacts everyone. Okay, but walk me through this uh, this mask guidance. The CDC is now recommending, in certain circumstances, people that are fully vaccinated to wear masks indoors. Never stopped. You are highly unlikely to get either severely sick or to die if you have been vaccinated. We just don't want to keep passing this shit around. This recommendation of masks right. for people that are fully vaccinated and unlikely to get very sick. Right. All right, masks for the fully vaccinated. The, the, the change and the modification of the guideline, which was formerly, if you were fully vaccinated... Put your bald flag fly! ...to wear a mask indoors or outdoors. The change, as we know now, is that even if you're fully vaccinated, when you are in an indoor setting, in an area of the country that has a high or substantial degree of transmissibility, what we know as the orange... And the red zones. I, ju- I don't even like that he's he's making that caveat. Just are vaccinated. That has much more to do with transmission, John. Yes. In the sense of we know now that there are situations as unusual as they are, but they occur. This this is wonkiness. He is correct. Is a hundred percent. But in terms of messaging, it should have just been masked the entire time and never wavered from that messaging. People will get infected. Thank goodness, for the most part, they will not get seriously ill. They will generally be asymptomatic or mildly symptomatic. But we do know now, with this very difficult Delta variant, it's different than the Alpha variant in a very important way. And the important way is that it's much more highly transmissible. And when you do get infected, even if you don't have symptoms, the level of virus in the nasal pharynx is, is quite high. And in fact, recent studies have shown that the level of virus in the nasal pharynx of a vaccinated person who may not be symptomatic or mildly symptomatic is the same as an unvaccinated person. A thousand times the viral load of the original. Symptomatic, mildly symptomatic people who are infected can spread the infection. So you want them to wear a mask so that if in fact they do get infected, they don't spread it to vulnerable people. We're almost out of time, but I want to ask you about the reaction we've seen from prominent Republican governors. And we don't keep spreading it and let it mutate into something more deadly or vaccine resistant. Uh, Republican Governor Abbott of Texas. Apparently the uh, Lambda variant uh, in Arizona pushed back strongly against the notion of is somewhat resistant to our current vaccines. Uh, from Governor Ducey. It's still like, our vaccines are still something like 92% effective against vaccine it. Vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, or discrimination in schools based on who isn't 
is or isn't vaccinated. Uh, they are arguing that this is individual responsibility. Right-wingers are morons. What is your answer to uh, these... these? And that should be Fauci's answer. ...the largest states in our country. Well, John, I disagree with them. I respectfully disagree with them. The fact is... there. He said it in a nice way. ...responsibilities that one has, and there are things that have to do with you individually which also impact others and get the spread of infection that we're seeing now, the surge in cases, John, is impacting everyone in the country. So although you want to respect a person's individual right, when you're dealing with a public health situation, and we are, in fact, in a very serious public health challenge here, with a pandemic people aren't acting like it that has an extraordinary capability of spreading rapidly and be back to school person to person so a person's individual school started in my district today a mask not only impacts them because if they get infected even though they say it's my decision if i get infected i'll worry about that but the fact is if you get infected even if you are without symptoms you very well may infect another person who may be vulnerable, who may get seriously ill. So in essence, you are encroaching on their individual rights because you're making them vulnerable. So you could argue that situation both ways. You're encroaching on my right to not be able to go out and go to dinner, go to concerts. That I'm safe here in my apartment. I've been working from home long before the pandemic started. But I miss going out to dinner, and I miss going to concerts. You're encroaching on my freedom by failing to contain this public health hazard and getting it over with quicker. Now, right-wingers' heads have been exploding over the fact that... uh, One of the NIH directors... Says that you should wear a mask around your kids. Has the Delta variant increased the risk for young children? My daughter is two years old, doesn't wear a mask. Should we avoid taking her indoors in public? It's clear that this variant is capable of causing serious illness in children. Uh, you yep. have heard those stories coming out of Louisiana pediatric ICUs where there are kids as young as a few months old who are sick from this. That is rare. Certainly younger people are less likely to fall ill. But anybody who tries to tell you, ah, oh, you don't have to worry about it if you're a young, healthy person, there's many counterexamples all around us now. Well, so, yeah, you do need to think about it. And that's the reason why the recommendations are uh, for kids. Yes, if you have been out in a crowded area and exposed, you should wear a mask around your kid if you give a shit about your kid. Mask wearing in schools and that at home, uh, parents of unvaccinated kids should be thoughtful about this. And the recommendation is to wear masks there as well. Let me just follow up I on that. I know that's though. uncomfortable. I know it seems weird. But it is the best way to protect your kids. But I just, again, want to fully understand if this is about protecting the kids from Delta, right? Or is it an issue of worrying that the kids could then pass it on to other people? Is Delta both kids more sick? Are they getting sick yes. than they were? Is there any evidence yes. of that from the previous variants? 
There is suggestive evidence comparing Delta, and this is from studies in Singapore, in Scotland, in Canada, that in fact, this is not just more contagious, but more serious uh, in various age groups. It's not as solid as I wish it was. We don't have really enough numbers to be confident, but- To promote the general welfare. Well, that's, I think you need to emphasize that then if, if you're seeing evidence of this, because that's a change, right? Before, the big concern was that the kids, you know, could get it, pass it on to others. But by and large, they weren't becoming ill in great numbers and any kind of numbers that were causing deep concern. But now what you're saying is they can get sick enough that this is a worry. It's sick enough they can be aware. It yes. was before and perhaps it was. Supposedly, according to the pro-life party, every life is precious not so much filling up the hospitals. The average age has dropped significantly. And so now we're seeing perhaps in this spectrum of illness, more emphasis on younger people, including kids. Again, I don't want to overstate the confidence that we have about whether Delta is more dangerous to children. The balance has not been fully settled there, but it's tipping in that direction. All right. We're going to bring in CNN chief medical correspondent and rock and roll aficionado, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. We were here. <laughs> what? What? Oh, my God. Yes, let's talk about this serious issue and then bring on to Sanjay Gupta a couple of questions. and talk about his love of music. I want to follow up on the question Brianna asked about, about boosters quickly because uh, we just heard from Governor Edwards in Louisiana last night that 10% roughly of the patients in the hospital. What do they think this is, the troll patrol? Imagine there are people who are vulnerable who are... You just crack jokes in the middle of fucking serious topics? You're, not, you're saying you're not recommending boosters now for, for anybody... What would be the trigger for that, keeping in mind that it takes a while for those boosters to kick in and these numbers are going up? Not high enough for this shit. Well, what we look at uh, almost every day is what is the evidence uh, about protection from people who got immunized many months ago? The concern is about whether that starts to fade over time and do you drop below a threshold where protection is effective? We watch closely the evidence yep. in Israel, and you've noticed that Israel has now started offering boosters to individuals over 60. We don't quite see that in the U.S. data yet, but it's certainly possible that may happen. Again, I think we got to be evidence-based here. Uh, when you consider that hospitalization for somebody who's fully vaccinated... No, 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 no. We don't want to be evidence-based. We want to take our cues from Charlie Kirk and Brett Weinstein. ...people who are fully vaccinated. So that is extremely unlikely but you'd want to watch the trends and we are fully prepared when the moment comes uh, to be ready to make those recommendations for boosters if they're fully indicated gotta keep in mind though sanjay this is something we have to worry about the rest of the world is desperate for vaccines mm -hmm. the extent that we decide to go ahead with boosters for all americans those vaccines are going to not be able uh, to go other places where they're also needed so we got to think about our whole planet here too yep because like, if we let it run wild in other countries, it's going to produce another variant that might be vaccine-resistant. We need to get this under control and just not let it run wild. The number of school-aged kids testing positive is skyrocketing. As most Tennessee school-aged children return to the classroom, the number of children testing positive for COVID-19 over the last several weeks has quadrupled. Who didn't see that coming? According to data posted by the Tennessee Department of Health for the week of July 12th, 2021, 
there were 864 school-aged children who had tested positive over the 14 days prior, prior to July 12th. I just don't see how we're not in crisis mode by the end of next week. How do we not have fucking half the country quarantining because they sent their kids back to school? I don't see how how that doesn't happen. Three weeks later, the number of school-aged children testing positive the last 14 days is now 4,025, according to data posted for August 2nd. School-aged children are those between 5 and 18 years old. The largest age group for cases is the 14 to 18 group, followed by the 5 to 10. But hey, you know, good thing we've got politicians like Governor Ron DeSantis... Lead us in the right direction, right? Do the right thing. People are going to be free to choose to make their own decisions oh God. about themselves, about their families, about their kids' education, and about putting food on the table. And Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you. I, the Biden administration is not suggesting lockdown policies. Yet, at least... We are seeing rhetoric from the right to try, uh, I guess they think it's coming. Are you sure that when the kids start getting affected, the the attitudes will will change? Are you sure? I I don't know. (laughs) We had a... We had a protest... Here in my city, against mask mandates, where they don't have a mask mandate. Today, today, they protested today at the school board that isn't mandating masks. What the fuck? What the fuck? You're coming after the rights of parents in Florida. I'm standing in your way. I'm not going to let you get away with it. If you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to... Have you noticed that he is picking up, like, Trump mannerisms? Holy shit! Notice the way he's doing his hand. That's a very Trumpian, Trumpian thing to do. The red tie with the with the navy is he like going full on like wannabe Trump? Is he gonna grow his hair out and have like the the waft the front? Holy shit! Stand in your way, and I'm gonna stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates. If you're trying to ruin their job, he did the he did the like. If you are trying. So when Mr. Garrison became Trump, he called it like the, the pussy hands or whatever. My pussy hands. I do too. I do too. It's going to be a shame that's going to take kids getting sick. But like, I'm just freaked out by how he's went to a fucking coach. 
to teach him how to do like the Trump hand mannerisms. It, this is not coincidental now. I'm not I'm not making this up. He went to a coach to pick up the mannerisms. If you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying See, you did the to pussy hands. jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way and I'm standing for the people of Florida. So why don't you do your job? Wild. Is border secure. And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Thank you. Wow. Holy shit. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yeah, it, did. it got clapped for. You're right. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, hold on. We're gonna see more clapping for insane shit. Who's talking to Biden? Or do you mean like what? What crowd was he in front of? I, I don't actually know. Birmingham Film Fest would require vaccination proof, but they are blocked by Alabama law. One Alabama festival would require proof of vaccination for entry at indoor events if not for the recently adopted law saying state and local government entities cannot issue or require vaccine passports. You say Trump's not president, but like I just showed you where the dude who was probably the front runner for 2024 was literally copying Trump's hand gestures. I think that is the kind of pertinent political commentary that people tune into this show for. Chloe Cook, the executive director uh, for the Sidewalk Film Festival, which takes place August 23rd through 29th, said her team is excited to return to indoors after converting the event to a drive-in format in 2020. But it's a bit tempered because they won't know for sure if patrons inside the theaters are vaccinated. I would be much more excited to be back in the historic theater district if we were in a position to ask our customers if they were vaccinated so that we could assume everyone that they were going to be in the safest possible environment with only other vaccinated audience members. In Alabama, that isn't an option. Well, because Republicans hate local control as well. In May, Governor Ivey, who is running for re-election, Governor Meemaw is her nickname, Governor Ivey signed into law a bill that says that state and local government entities cannot issue or require vaccine passports. Another one of the stupid buzzwords that Republicans have latched onto to try to make toxic. 
Bill says businesses cannot deny customers goods or services or deny entry into their places of business because of vaccination status or because of lack of documentation of vaccination status. In other words, no government school or business in Alabama may demand that a constituent, student, or customer respectively be vaccinated for COVID-19 or show proof of his or her vaccination for COVID-19. And while all of Alabama is in the red for transmission, it is the southern part of the state from Baton Rouge all the way over to the panhandle of Florida. Researchers say 12 people are responsible for most vaccine misinformation online. We've got a little piece here. Let's watch it. Mark, if you've ever wondered why it dubs someone an influencer on social media, this story should clear up any confusion as it's about social media, the vaccine, and how 12 people with that checkmark have been responsible for 73% of COVID vaccine misinformation that has spread online. They've got a lot of sway and a lot of pull because that is how the, those kind of ecosystems are set up. Sam Jay is an associate professor of communication studies at Metro State University in Denver. Wait, who are the 12? Influencers, let's make his lighting better. I think it's more kind of one-on-one dialogic communication that is really effective in this in this case. Much better. He says those influencers are so influential in what they do for two main reasons. Their names carry weight and the things they post are easy to digest. Convenience is such a good word there, Dan. Um, and E. Easy to digest. Republicans break shit down into like bumper sticker sayings that sound clever and sound to uneducated people that don't know what they're talking about correct. It's a propaganda tactic. Right. I think it's easier for us to find those shortcuts. It's easier for us to find somebody who does the thinking for us. And so that's why we've glommed on to these 12 folks, because again, right, like you pointed out, they have credibility. They have, those are names that we recognize. It's not hard to see why. Those 12 people have a group following of more than 59 million people and were therefore identified by the nonprofit Center for Countering Digital Hate as the disinformation dozen. After analyzing 812,000 Facebook posts and tweets, the CCDH found 65% of them had come from these 12 people, which include a physician who embraces pseudoscience, a wellness blogger, a religious speaker, and a bodybuilder. Evolutionarily, you know, and as, as animals, right, that, that, that negative, right? Like, I want to know who they are. We all know their names, don't we? You know, those messages, uh, they circulate faster. And I think... Um, or maybe we don't. To kind of break that cycle. So what do we do about it? The CDC and nearly every other scientific institution has championed the vaccine as safe and effective. Even some governors of conservative states where vaccination rates are lower have changed their tune and started supporting it as well. Jay says there needs to be a change in dialogue more face-to-face stuff where emotion can be felt and a change in thinking that maybe the science isn't lying. We kind of need to rethink how we're doing this because at that kind of 30,000... How how do we convince people that the science isn't lying when there are Republicans 
has a more hands-on approach. Making money! It's study that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube... All of this bullshit. ...these 12 people from their platforms, saying they're influencing people with misinformation at a pivotal point in the pandemic. I'm Dan Grossman. I'm upset that it didn't tell the 12 people. I'm going to look and see if we can find that out. But speaking about spreading misinformation, Marjorie Taylor Greene at a Republican event. She was cheered when mentioning Alabama's low COVID vaccination rate. Attendees at a recent Republican fundraiser in Dotham, headlined by Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, cheered at the mention of Alabama's low COVID-19 vaccination rate. Okay, this actually took place on July 23rd. They kicked out the media. One more thing on that. You lucky people here in Alabama might get a knock on your door because I hear Alabama might be one of the most unvaccinated states in the nation. (laughs) Well, Joe Biden wants to come talk to you guys. What the fuck is wrong with people? going to be sending one of his police state friends uh, to your front door to knock on the door, take down your name, your address, your family members' names, your phone numbers. One of Joe Biden's police state. Social security number and whether you've taken the vaccine or not. Yeah, well, what they don't know is in the South, we all love our Second Amendment rights. (laughs) And we're not real big on strangers showing up. By the way, dude... Arguing with me on Facebook, tried to accost me, said I wouldn't come down to his house and call him a moron to his face. I assured him I most certainly would. He should call into my show tonight. I then, uh, he's, he was a cowboy and I photoshopped a picture of him and I went and posted it on his page and, uh, he blocked me. Yes, I'm back on Facebook. I've been back for like a day. I'm already causing this kind of fuckery. Doesn't he look so cute? <laughs> yeah, he acted all tough, but now he's, he's got to block me because I hurt his feelings with a Photoshop picture. On our front door, are we? They might not like the welcome they get. Let me tell you something else that makes me sick. We have a man that no one elected. You didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for him. Okay, I couldn't possibly leave Facebook because there's so much dumb shit. I love arguing with people on Facebook. That's what this show is supposed to be about. If you see the Justin freaking up in, up in that corner. Uh, am I pointing the right way? There we go. Up in that corner, it's the Facebook symbol. This was this show was made like that's why it looks the way it does. Because it was made to fucking, like, I was going to scroll Facebook, and I was going to troll people live, and I was going to make fucking Photoshop pictures like that. <laughs> and we were all going to have a fun time, but I kept getting banned on Facebook, so I started reading the news instead, and we turned into this. Because if, if, if I was doing a news show on Twitch, I wouldn't have called it the Troll Patrol. <laughs> oh, but but... It's a good name. I just couldn't do the original concept because Facebook keeps fucking banning me. 
I'm not talking about Joe Biden. I'll get to him in a minute. I'm talking about Dr. Tony Fauci. We didn't vote for him. He makes more money in the federal government than the President of the United States. Don't forget, President Trump never took a paycheck, everybody. Right? But Joe Biden... Oh, my God. Dr. Tony Fauci funded with your tax dollars. He funded it in the Wuhan lab. No, he didn't. This is vaccine misinformation. Or this is... This is- COVID misinformation, please, you two, don't take me down. That is his experiment, and he's getting to watch it in the real world. He certainly didn't. Like a live television show where he has the front row seat. Oh, my God, that's Barry Moore, Congressman Barry Moore. That's who I was trolling when the dude fucking threatened me. And it was changed into a virus that spread between humans. I, I got to cut her off. It was the end of it anyway. Alabama is tied with Mississippi in having the lowest percentage of fully COVID-19 vaccinated residents in the nation. Woohoo! And my district went back to school today. But now, speaking of misinformation, a judge is actually taking some steps. To smack down some election misinformation, federal judge sanctions lawyers who challenged the 2020 election results calls the claims fantastical because they were. Do you think we're stupid? Do you think we're fools? Yes. And you said some really stupid shit in court, and now it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Federal judge in Colorado sanctioned lawyers who challenged the 2020 presidential election results, calling their election claims fantastical. U.S. Magistrate Judge in Reed Neuterman. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to laugh at your name. Neuterman. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. Neuterman. Reed Neuterman. Reed Neuterman. In Reed Neuterman. U.S. Magistrate Judge N. Reed Nereeder <laughs> issued an opinion today sanctioning Ernest Walker and Gary Filder over the lawsuit, which the judge said is the stuff of which violent insurrections are made. Well, he was just a liberal commie, right? In short, this was no slip and fall at the local grocery store, albeit disorganized and fantastical. The complaint's allegations are extraordinarily serious and, if accepted as true by large numbers of people, are the stuff of which violent insurrections are made. Nuri. Nuri. I did that on purpose. I didn't actually have to attribute that quote to him. Nuri wrote. The suit at issue was filed in December and alleged that officials in four states conspired to steal the election from former President Trump. Meanwhile, I alluded to this the other night. It is official as of this afternoon. Trump seeks to block the Treasury Department from giving his tax returns over to Congress. 
We got breaking news from MSNBC. Let's listen Demanding to it. a federal judge block the Treasury Department from handing Trump's taxes over to a congressional committee. I just said that. It's not a surprise. We knew they were going to fight this. But what can you tell us specifically? Well, what they say is that there's no legitimate purpose for Congress to have these returns, that Congress's stated purpose is just a pretext, the Committee on the Ways and... You might be right, Neurotter. ...how the IRS audits the returns of presidents, but the President Trump's... My apologies to Mr. Neurotter. ...not any other president's returns, that they didn't ask the IRS how it audits presidents, and so that's just a pretext. And it says that ever since I did like I I hope that didn't come across as me making fun of his name. I was just having a hard time saying it. And it was making me giggle. I wasn't actually making fun of his. I, I go to great lengths to try to actually pronounce stuff correctly. That's one of the things. Like you know, when I was doing prepackaged news reports, I you know would look up words that I didn't know. But like I'm just reading shit cold on the air right now, and uh, sometimes that happens. Neurotter. Reed Neurotter. Possibly, possibly. The Democrats have been trying to get their hands on his... Rolls off the tongue. And that didn't diminish after he got elected. Let me quote you one line from the uh, filing this morning. It says, The chairman, Chairman Neal of the House Ways and Means Committee, sought President Trump's tax returns and return information because his party recently gained control of the House. God, he's so ugly. was and is their political opponent. I don't want to make fun of anybody's looks, but Trump is fucking ugly, and I'm tired of looking at his mug. those reasons they say the court should not uh, honor this request from the... That's why I wish you right-wingers would fucking get off his nutsack so I could quit looking at his fucking face. That says if Congress asks Good evening, Cricks. ...it should get them, and that's the end of the matter. What the Trump lawyers say here is that never before has that authority... Been yes, he's always looked like a doofus. ...any elected official, much less any president or former president. So for all these reasons, they say the judge should block this request. The Justice Department will respond to this later. Most legal experts are saying that stands no chance. It's going to get knocked down. It's going to be a couple more weeks before we actually know what's in his tax returns. Because you know it's going to leak right away, right? I don't think it is a coincidence. He's always been a shithead. But, like, I will say, like, going back and watching shit from the 80s, he did seem to be smarter. I don't know if he's just playing up the dumbness now or if he legitimately has, like, retarded over the years. I wasn't using that as a slur. That was a proper word, I think. Representative Devin Nunes is... <laughs> Speaking of... No, no, can't do it. Devin Nunes... <laughs> the very litigious Devin Nunes who sued a fucking cow on Twitter is now suing NBC Universal for defamation, citing comments made by MSNBC host Rachel Maddow in March regarding his dealings with an individual sanctioned by the U.S. government. He got fucking triggered by the news. Lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court in the Eastern District of Texas and alleges that Maddow and the network harbor an institutional hostility, hatred, extreme bias, spite, and ill will Toward Nunez. My God, if I was the lawyer in this case, I'd walk into the courtroom and say, Yes, 
We all harbor an institutional hostility, hatred, extreme bias, spite, and ill will toward Devin Nunes. Have you met him before? Just listen to him talk. The congressman's lawyers, he's not in Congress still, is he? Whoa, 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 he's still in Congress? Whoa! This is blowing my mind. Apparently he never left Congress. No, it says till 2019. Apparently his district changed or something. It says he's 22nd district until present. I'm so confused by this. Serving as the U.S. Representative for California's 22nd Congressional District. Holy shit! I thought he left Congress. My bad. Well, he, he knows he hasn't got a fucking case, especially if he's still serving in office. Congressman's lawyers argue that Maddow's criticism of Nunes are based on his emergence as the most prominent skeptic in Congress of Maddow's marquee news narrative that the Trump campaign colluded with Russians to hack the 2016 presidential elections. The suit specifically takes issue with statements made by Maddow during her show on March 18th, during which she suggested that Nunes refused to turn over a package he had reportedly received from the suspected Russian agent to the FBI. Congressman Nunes has refused to answer questions about what he received from Andrew Durchak. He has refused to show the contents of the package to other members of the intelligence community. The lawsuit quotes Maddow is saying on her program. He's refused to hand it over to the FBI, which is what you shouldn't do if you get something from somebody who was sanctioned by the U.S. as a Russian agent. Nunes and his attorneys claim that the network knew that the California lawmaker had told other reporters that he had given the package in question to the FBI and MSNBC failed to ask him for a comment. Still not fucking, like, defamation. Oh. Speaking of idiots in Congress, Mitch McConnell was walking up to a podium to give a statement. I think this was yesterday. Watch what happens to Mitch McConnell as he walks up to the podium to give a statement. You guys are going to enjoy this. You see McConnell back here? 
turtling his way up to the podium. Chucky Schumer! The turtle did not win the race. The prerogatives of the majority. Elections have consequences, McConnell. Well, you all remember what they used to say about Chuck over in the house. You never want to get between Chuck and the camera. <laughs> Just had a firsthand experience with that. Uh, I must say he was uh, quite good at beating me to the microphone. It's amazing because if you if you go back to the way that that was a fun little moment also a fun okay I, I i i said everything was depressing we've had a couple of fun stories this is a good one democrats seek 500 billion in climate damages from big polluting companies Democrats in Congress want to tax Exxon, Chevron, and a handful of other major oil and gas companies, saying the biggest climate polluters should pay for the floods, wildlifes, and, uh, wildfires, and other disasters that scientists have linked to the burning of fossil fuels. <laughs> Draft legislation from Senator Chris Van Hollen of Maryland directs the Treasury Department and the Environmental Protection Agency to identify the companies that released the most greenhouse gases into the atmosphere from 2000 until 2019 and assess a fee based on the amounts they emitted. Fantastic! That could generate an estimated $500 billion over the next decade, according to Mr. Van Hollen. Seems a little on the low end. The money would pay for clean energy research and development as well as help communities face the flooding, fires, and other disasters that scientists say are growing more destructive and frequent because of a warming planet. Bill for the largest polluters could be uh, as much as $6 billion annually spread over 10 years according to the draft of the plan. You know that's a huge issue for me. I don't understand how these companies can lay claim to a natural resource. I think we, I think energy companies should be nationalized, first of all. We should be reaping the profits from energy companies. Like in Alaska, how they give uh, citizens rebates. Now, Joe Biden has a plan. You know it's going to work, right? Joe Biden's plan to take on the obstructionists in Congress that are trying to stop the voting rights passage. His plan is to call out for out-organizing voter suppression. Civil 
rights groups have accused President Joe Biden of empty platitudes on voting rights after he defended the filibuster as his administration reportedly shifts focus away from passing major legislation and toward a push to out-organize new Republican voting laws inspired by former President Donald Trump's false claims of election fraud. An unusually forceful rhetoric, Biden has compared new restrictions in Republican-led states to Jim Crow-era racial vote suppression and called the onslaught of legislation to limit ballot access the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. But in the eyes of many activists, he has refused to follow up those words with actions. Week Biden forcefully defended the filibuster, which has prevented any voting legislation from advancing in the Senate. VP Kamala Harris, who Biden tapped to lead the administration's voting rights efforts, has increasingly focused on boosting Democratic National Committee funding for voter registration and legal efforts, even as a recent Supreme Court decision has made it less likely that Democrats can sue to overturn new restrictions. White House officials have sent mixed messages reportedly telling voting rights groups that it is possible to out-organize voter suppression. God damn it, we're tired. We're tired of having to keep fighting the same fights over and over again. This is the reason why the progressives didn't want Biden in the first place. We elected you to do a job, sir. And if we're going to organize, we're going to organize to make sure that you are not in office past 2024. If you'd like to read the rest of this article, it's from Truth Out. It's called Biden's Calls for Out-Organizing Voter Suppression is Insulting, Say Activists. Published yesterday. Vaccinated and infected. A COVID-19 survivor says he made the wrong decision to not get vaccinated and he hurt his family because of it. News Channel 5's Hannah McDonald met with the Clarksville man who says social media posts misdirected him. Nah, shit. I'm camping, I'm doing everything, you know, playing. You don't say. Going on about my business, this isn't going to affect me. But when it hits you, it affects you. It is a life-changing process. Randy Geiger came face to face with COVID-19. When they had me in a I have not watched the Bones Christmas special, but I'm going to this year because you brought it up. And um, as long as I had the vent in my mouth that I could take my tongue and touch the vent. Do not put your family and other people through unnecessary heartache. We can't say it enough. Take the vaccine if you can. Some people have medical issues that they can't. And you and and if you don't have a medical issue, do it for the people that have medical issues. Because we were there and we could be with them. Both Geiger is But I'm preaching to the choir. Get vaccinated. Social media. I'm just doing it so if YouTube challenges me again, I can point to like, look what I said here. I encourage people in our area where they live in montgomery county only four in ten people are fully vaccinated and as the delta variant spreads hospitals around the state are admitting 25 percent or more covid patients 
than the week before. Jesus Christ. The Geigers are now begging fellow rural and Republican neighbors to reevaluate. And Republican neighbors. Do not listen to Facebook. Do not listen to, you know, some of the media outlets and different things because there's so many different things said. Go to your doctor. Listen to what your doctor says. If your doctor tells you to take it, there's a reason for taking it. The couple is proud to say they're vaccinated. Randy has always been strong and healthy and active, so I knew if it got him that I could be sick too. Now they want their neighbors to get theirs too. Be smart. Do not put your family and other people through unnecessary heartache. It's just, it's, it's not worth it. In Clarksville, Hannah McDonald, News Channel 5. Uh, you're probably going to need a booster shot. And that's, a, that's another thing. The numbers have been encouraging about people getting vaccinated in the last couple of weeks. But anecdotally, I have heard of people going and getting a third shot without telling people. I've seen it on my Facebook. So I wonder if that's actually what's causing the numbers to go up. It's people that have already had the shot. Because that's not what we need right now. We need to get the rest of the community immunized New York City is taking a correct step in order to protect their citizens now now we're, we're going to talk about the state of New York and their governor here in just a little bit but the city of New York instituted new requirements for indoor activities the key to NYC pass Mayor Bill de Blasio now requiring people to prove they're vaccinated. You go to someplace different than you got your first two shots and you don't tell them you've already had another shot. That's what people have been doing. If you want to participate in our society fully, you got to get vaccinated. The rule will go into effect August 16th and then on September 13th, the city will start checking to make sure businesses are complying. This will be not just uh, health department inspectors, but uh, a multi-agency set of inspectors. We got a, a very clear message from the U.S. Department of Justice uh, that it was appropriate. Within 24 hours... Yeah, I don't... Like, we're probably going to see another seasonal flu... Trenes Woods Black, the owner of Sylvia... That is very mild... Was among business leaders advocating just because social distancing and masks will still be in place this this flu season this is going to be easy but it's needed she's on the board of the hospitality alliance which represents thousands of eateries citywide the group said the vaccine requirement will be difficult but it may ultimately prove an essential move to protect public health we're sure that new york we're gonna have to get over the hurdle somehow and shut down orders it's not a policy without controversy. That word from City Council Health Committee Chair Mark Levine, who compared this new rule to a broader one being implemented in France, where protests took place nationwide, even though polls show most French people approve. As for here... If you want to go in the restaurant, now you have to be vaccinated in order for you to go eat inside. So you're going to have I, to I agree. I don't think uh, and that's that's I don't want to love the ones that I you the numbers and if you feel sick be sure to go get tested cuz we need to know the data That's your choice too So a different mindset down in Florida 
Governor Ron DeSantis is running the show. Governor sees some positive signs. Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed says it's time for a state of emergency declaration. Fox 13's Aaron Mesmer is joining us now live in Tampa. And Aaron, tell us what the governor's response is today. Kelly, the governor believes in what his administration is doing to slow the spread. Fucking nothing. And no matter how high those case numbers get, uh, he's indicated that he's going to rely on vaccination. Record hospitalizations. Through infections to stop or slow down this current wave. You can't sugarcoat numbers. The number of cases continue to place Florida at the epicenter of the current COVID-19 surge. 51,000 cases between Saturday and Monday, 100 deaths. Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed is calling on Governor DeSantis to declare a state of emergency. And when I ask for a state of emergency, that is allows us to pull down additional federal resources to get more vaccines, to get more testing sites. During a pair of news conferences, DeSantis didn't acknowledge Freed's request, but in the past, he has said the emergency ended when vaccines became widely available. And he defended his administration's response. I know the media fixates on cases, um, but the best indicator is the emergency room visits for COVID-like illness. Record hospitalizations. Leveling off, and he believes case numbers will soon follow. The governor also believes his seniors' first approach, in which a majority of Florida seniors were vaccinated, is the devil. Thousands of lives. At the end of the day, would I rather have 5,000 cases uh, amongst 20-year-olds? or 500 cases among seniors, I would rather have the younger because uh, of the effect that, that it has. And so what? protecting the vulnerable has been the right way to go. Every life is precious. And to jeopardize our youth, uh, even if it's 5,000 cases, 10,000. I don't know that they're going to lock down. I don't. I fucking. A lot of doctors disagree with the. I think they're just going to barrel through it. I don't think they're going to care. Thousand cases a day by September. Meanwhile, Freed, also a candidate for governor, continues... I don't see how they can't, though. Like, two schools have opened in this country. But the governor has said the state reports the data... Both of them have already shut down. More schools, like, open today. ...for the panic. Obviously, media... Others are opening tomorrow. ...fearmonger. You try to do this stuff. If he so chooses to not listen to the people and to the ones that are out there on the front lines, he's creating this frenzy. And again, over the last three days, that's Saturday through Monday, the state has seen 51,000 COVID-19 cases and about 100 deaths. Well, I mean, the encouraging thing is in the U.K., they pulled all the restrictions, and so far, cases have gone down. Look at the date-to-date, year-to-year. So maybe just through sheer letting it run through the population and vaccination, we've reached some sort of herd immunity. Kelly. So much to, to stay on. And that we, we might be close to being over it. Because, like, we're lagging like six weeks behind the UK. And so far, so good over there. This is such... It's wild. And I just, like, I can't get over this, this uh, Daily Caller article. racist as fuck the picture they used and supposedly they're praising her now this is a wild instance 
in Dallas County, Texas. We have a county commissioner who has been removed for not wearing a mask. Commissioner's meeting for not wearing a face mask. County Judge Clay Jenkins asked a bailiff to remove Koch from the courtroom after he refused. Koch gathered his stuff and left. Everyone else in the room was wearing masks at the time. Katie Johnston for CBSN. Democratic County Judge Clay Jenkins asked a bailiff to remove Koch from the Dallas County courtroom after he refused. The return to mask wearing is more evident now that Texas is seeing an uptick in COVID-19 cases from government workers to students. A return to mask wearing it seems evident now. I just read that. They repeated the same sentence. Texas lawmakers' calls are growing louder for students to be required to wear face masks as they return to in-person learning. It seems there are politicians that are actually going to protest school districts requiring masks. But now McDonald's is one of a number of retailers that is now requiring customers and staff to wear masks. On Tuesday, McDonald's Corp confirmed masks would be required by all inside the restaurant, regardless of vaccination status. Comes as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have recommended both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated to wear masks with the surge in the Delta variant strain of the virus. I believe Target, Kroger, those are among the retailers that are requiring masks now. At least private industry is going to lead the way. Meanwhile, a group of workers actually walked out of a McDonald's. It looks like today, in protest, there was a recent violent customer attack on a worker. Fuck yeah, shut it down. I got a lot of problems with McDonald's. From the way they treat their workers to the fact that their food is just shit. Now I'll give them their props. Like apparently, like the 99 cent cheeseburger is like the most calories you can get like per dollar in the history of the world. Or something to that effect. I think this also, each one of us will remember where we were that day, so I think very significant. Uh, that was the El Paso shooting. Indicating some kind of memory garden.
in a shocking ruling, NLRB election official recommends a new union election at the Amazon in Bessemer, Alabama, which is fucking awesome. An official with the National Labor Relations Board has recommended that the results of this year's union vote at Amazon's Bessemer Fulfillment Center be set aside, determining that the online retailer violated labor law. Anytime they're ruling against Amazon, I'm all for it. The decision reported by Bloomberg and the Washington Post could pave the way for another vote on whether workers at the warehouse can join a union after an already contentious campaign earlier this year. Despite the recommendation, a decision must still be rendered by the NLRB's regional director. Amazon can also appeal the decision. Of course, they will. A final determination will take several weeks. So that's hella cool. What's not hella cool is that there are some striking miners in Alabama. And they are being attacked by vehicles trying to hit them on the picket line. Apparently another one tried to attack them last night. They are planning a rally tomorrow as the strike enters its fifth month. Members of the United Mine Workers of America are planning a large-scale rally for Wednesday as the union continues to its strike against Warrior Met Coal. They actually went and marched on uh, Warrior Met Coal's uh, headquarters in New York. The union says it will be busing in members from Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Kentucky, and West Virginia to show support for the strike now in its fifth month. The rally is planned to begin at 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Last week, union members from several states took part in a demonstration in Manhattan at the offices of BlackRock, an investment management corporation that is the world's largest asset manager. The union says BlackRock is the largest shareholder in Warrior Met Coal. That is the Alabama company the UMWA has been on strike against since April the 1st. The UMWA international president said that the union is not backing down. So fuck yeah to that union. Unfortunately, not backing down is the way you can describe Governor Andrew Cuomo in New York. We're going to watch a little bit of Attorney General Letitia James's press conference from earlier this morning. That Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women and in doing so violated federal and state law. He absolutely did. Specifically. I do not know how Andrew Cuomo is still governor. I do not know how Matt Gates is still in Congress. State employees by engaging in unwelcome and non-consensual touching and making numerous offensive comments of a suggestive and sexual nature that created a hostile work environment for women. The investigators independently corroborated and substantiated these facts through interviews and evidence, 
including contemporaneous. Does anybody want to guess what Andrew Cuomo's response is going to be? Will be made available to the public, along with the report. It is hilarious. This investigation. Was I mean, this is no laughing matter. The man is a fucking creep. Sexually harassed by Governor Cuomo. And on March 1st of this not year... Not only should he resign, he should probably be arrested. No, he's not going to deny it. State Executive Law 63-8 regarding <laughs> these allegations. Executive Law Section 63-8 permits... No, 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 no. ...approval of the governor or when directed by the governor to inquire into matters concerning the public peace, the public safety... I'm so, I don't mean to laugh at this. It's just his his defense is so absurd. Independent outside investigators to look into these allegations. And on March 8th, 2021, Ann Clark and June Kim, they were officially deputized as special deputies. Miss Clark and Mr. Kim and their respective firms were chosen to lead this investigation because of their decades of work at the highest level. So there you have Attorney General Letitia James. Let's go to Cuomo. And here's his response. I'm seriously, I do not want to downplay this because what he has been accused of is serious, but his, like, it's just fucking laughable. And in content warning, this motherfucker might trigger you. It has been a hard and a painful oh, oh no 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 just wait just wait we've got we, he's got a pre-prepared video to show us period for me and my family especially as others feed ugly stories to the press but i cooperated with a review and i can now finally share the truth my attorney who is a non-political former federal prosecutor has done a response to each allegation and the facts are much different than what has been portrayed. That document is available on my website. If you are interested, please take the time to read the facts. I'm not. Let's, let's hear it, Cuomo. First, I want you to know directly from me that I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. Bullshit. I am 63 years old. I've lived my entire... Now, there is a denial there. I'm sorry. That is just not... Tones, you were partially right. And that's not who I have ever been. There is one complaint that has been made that bothered me most. That was a complaint made by a young woman, Charlotte Bennett, who worked in my office. And it's important to me that you fully understand the situation. Charlotte worked in my office last year as an assistant. She was smart, talented, and eager to learn. She identified herself to me as a survivor of sexual assault. She said that she came to work in my administration because of all the progress we had made in fighting sexual assault. She talked about the personal trauma what? that she endured and how she was handled. This is sickening. I could see how it had affected her. I could see her pain. People now ask me, why was I even talking to this young woman if I knew she was dealing with such issues? 
Why did I even engage with her? That is the obvious and fair question. And one I have... She was hot. That was a racist. That her story resonated deeply with me. So you took advantage of her? Oh my God. With the same ugliness, the same injustice, the same damage. Not only had I heard the story before, I had lived with the story before. My own family member is a survivor of sexual assault in high school. Oh, shit. I have watched her live and suffer with the trauma. Yeah, I don't know how much I can, I can watch of this. We're, we're, we might have to go ahead and fast forward to the... But it never really goes away. So we've got a, we've got a little pre-prepared video he's going to show us. I actually learned it from my mother and from my father. It is meant to convey warmth, nothing more. Indeed, there are hundreds, if not thousands of photos of me using the exact same gesture. I do it with everyone, black and white, young and old, straight and LGBTQ, powerful people, friends, strangers. He sexually assaulted Al Gore. After the event, the woman told the press that she took offense at the gesture. And for that, I apologize. Another woman stated that I kissed. Keep your creepy ass hands to yourself, motherfucker. Yeah, I do it with everyone, and I learned it from my father and my, what, his grandmother? How dare you? Dig up the memory of your grandmother. Fuck. I'm assuming at some point in time in this bullshit, he says that he's not going to step down. They'll have to impeach the motherfucker. Here's Joe Biden's thoughts on it then he should resign. So will you now call on him to resign given the investigator said the Yeah, yeah, will you? I stand by that statement. Are you now calling on him to resign? Yes. And if he doesn't resign, do you believe he should be impeached and removed from office? Let's take one thing at a time here. I think he should resign. I understand that the state legislature may decide. Yes, any crusty old man accused of sexual assault should resign. Using a photo of you embracing him in his self-defense to say that these are commonplace. Do you think Mario planted that in his head? Do you wow, could be. Look, I'm not going to flyspeck this. I am sure there are some embraces that were totally innocent, but apparently the attorney general decided there were things that weren't. Apparently. Motherfucking Cuomo should resign. All right, let's talk about the special election that's going on in Ohio. We'll see if we can get an update and find out if she actually won. The Ohio special election actually means this is a piece in the Atlantic. 
Democratic primaries become a proxy war between progressives and the establishment, but the outcome won't tell us much about the party's future. Of course, this stream supports Nina Turner. In just a few hours, Americans will start reading headlines announcing all the lessons learned from today's Democratic primary in Ohio's 11th Congressional District. Political writers will treat the race as a parable, a warning for progressives, or an admonishment of the Democratic Party's establishment wing. Twitter pundits will publish threads about the winning candidate strategy to woo working-class voters. Cable news commentators might riff on the election as a harbinger of the 2022 midterms. What the fuck? Chantel Brown defeats Nina Turner. Wow. Holy fuck. Cuyahoga County Council member Chantel Brown will defeat former state senator Nina Turner. The multi-candidate Democratic primary for the special election in Ohio's 11th Congressional District. In March, the seat was vacated by then-Democratic Representative Marsha Fudge, who stepped down to become the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development under President Joe Biden. The race became increasingly heated in recent weeks, with Brown seeking to use Turner's national profile against her, portraying the former state lawmaker as a Democrat who wouldn't be a reliable partner with the White House. He was going to be a part of the squad. Turner rejected such assertions and recently released a pointed television advertisement that questioned Brown's ethics. While some groups have deemed the race as a proxy between moderate and progressive Democrats, race is much more nuanced on the local level. Turner and Brown have deep roots in the community and both indicated that issues such as poverty and criminal justice reform would be major priorities if elected to office. Turner spoke to an insider in March and explained the need to combat economic inequalities, a huge issue in the Rust Belt District. The Democratic Establishment... Poured a lot of money into Chantel Brown's candidacy. God damn it. That really bums me out. I'm not high enough for this shit. Crab rave. I make a mean fucking crab dip, I'll tell you that. I'm I'm a big fan like I've usually always got imitation crab on hand. I don't know, I might I might have to just quit right now. I might not be able to finish this. I'm bummed the fuck out. I thought Nina Turner was gonna win. Granted I had not been paying attention to polls or anything. 
It sucks. I'm not really going to quit there. No. We're going to keep going. Over the crab dip or the or Nina Turner not winning? They did everything they could to smear her. They poured a shit ton of money in there. Yeah, yep, that sucks. Also, something that sucks. Officer dead, suspect killed in violence outside of the Pentagon. Pentagon police officer died after being stabbed Tuesday during a burst of violence at a transit center outside the building, and a suspect was shot by law enforcement and died at the scene. Pentagon and headquarters of the U.S. military was temporarily placed on lockdown after a man attacked the officer on a bus platform shortly after 10.30 a.m. The ensuing violence, which included a volley of gunshots, resulted in several casualties said Woodrow Cussey, the chief of the Pentagon Forest Protection Agency, which is responsible for security in the facility. The deaths of the officer and the suspect were first confirmed by officials who were not authorized to discuss the matter and spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. Suspect was identified by multiple law enforcement officials as Austin William Lands, 27 of Georgia. The officer was ambushed by Lands, who ran at him and stabbed him in the neck, according to two of the law enforcement officials. Responding officers then shot and killed Lands. Investigators were still trying to determine a motive for the attack and were digging into Lands' background, including any potential history of mental illness or any reason he might want to target the Pentagon were police officers. Officials could not discuss the investigation publicly and spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity. Well, that's wild. Also a bummer. Personally offended. A Wendy's manager on a power trip was fired after a female employee films him calling her a bitch in a viral video. Wow! Uh, that's exactly what I expected this motherfucker to look like. Crew to clean, it means the fucking clean, bitch! Whoa! Whoa! I got you on camera, Mike! I got you on camera, Mike! Guess what, Mike? That's the end of the road, Mike. No, it's not. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. I'm gonna send this video to Lisa. I'm sorry, Lisa. But this is how your other man. I'm sorry, Lisa, but you, you gotta fire him. You have a right to disrespect what, Mike? I couldn't hear you. Say it again louder for the camera. Say it again. Oh, I fucking love it. We appreciate you. You have no permission to record me. Oh no, we in public right now. No, we're not. We in public. This is a public restaurant, right? Anybody else work in a public restaurant? Michael has been screaming at me for about five minutes straight. Michael is power tripping. Michael about to lose his job. Mike, don't say nothing else to us. We don't say so. Don't say anything else to us. We don't want to argue with you, sir. We don't want to argue with us. We don't want you to argue. What with is this? A Wendy's? We don't argue with you, sir. 
Did I say Wendy's? Yeah, Wendy's. So do not. You're fucking lazy. Your job is to help stock, not delegate. Called her fucking lazy. At this point, we gonna stop talking to Michael. We just gonna record because I don't know what else he want me to do. Go ahead and let it out, dude. First frosty machine, I wasn't done. Actually, I wasn't. Jarrell did not. Jarrell, did you clean up that frosty machine? You drained it. No. For him. No. No. That wasn't the case. That's why you yeah, should okay. mind your own business. Stop trying to trip on Jarrell. Jarrell, Jarrell is a working man. I wasn't finished. He's just trying to make a living. Sorry and stuff. Did he say communist fucking bitch? He said communist fucking bitch. He did, he did. He calls her a fucking communist little fucking bitch. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. In the wake of the incident, Cargill, that was the little that was the young lady in the video. Set up a GoFundMe page saying she was the general manager in training and Mike was the assistant manager who did not want her to become the general manager and that is why he made things difficult for her. Cargill said she was suspended without pay for reporting the hostile work environment and was raising funds to help her pay her monthly bills as she wasn't sure of returning to Wendy's and was planning on taking legal action. The page has already amassed close to 11000 in donations. Good on her. Wild scene on a fucking plane. Remember we had the debate about whether you could tape the woman down? Uh, God, that wasn't but a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Like three, four weeks ago? They taped the She was having like a mental episode. Well, let's, let's, let's debate this one. This motherfucker was getting handsy with the staff. And they duct taped him to the seat. So what do you guys think? My parents. He comes out with my parents. Yes, he's suffering from a case of affluence. Wow. I think duct tape comes in handy. Yep, yep. Privilege. My father, my father. I I feel for any industry that has to deal with the public. (laughs) 
All right, so we're all in favor on this one, right? This this was the the right course of action. He was he was trying to fight. He was getting handsy with with passengers. One hundred percent. All right, half of congregation accused of stealing eighty k. I didn't know it was that much. God damn. <laughs> Half of congregation accused of stealing 80k from church to buy stuff from Walmart. A small Miggs County, Tennessee church hit by fire back in 2019 is now in the spotlight again after half of its small congregation is indicted for stealing. A grand jury... Walmart might be the only thing near them. (laughs) A grand jury indicted Carolyn Mullins and her son, William Larry Mullins, for theft over 60 grand, according to the Tennessee Comptroller. Now, this half the congregation is two fucking people. Investigators say the pair stole more than 83,000 from Peakland Baptist Church in Miggs County, which has only four members. This is the poor church that burnt down. Comptroller's report says the church decided to rebuild with insurance money from the fire, but the work was never completed due to a lack of funds. Investigators say Larry was the church treasurer and Carolyn was the assistant treasurer, and they were the only authorized signatories on the church bank accounts. So they were just going to take... They they burnt the church down and we're going to pocket the insurance money. That's what happened, right? As for where the stolen money went, investigators say they wrote church checks for cash for themselves and that they bought gift cards, cigarettes, a ring, and clothing from Walmart in addition to getting cash back. The Mullinses did transfer $12,000 back to the church, however... A balance of seventy-one grand is still owed to the church. Yeah, not sure. I, I I was asserting as opinion that they burnt the church down. I just thought it was funny that half the congregation. Half the congregation. Speaking of some moraling pacifism, we're going to learn how to bake some shit from a poppy. Oh, oh, oh. Don't give me your copyrighted music. I don't, I don't know what we're making, though. I uh, maybe we're making a pumpkin pie. Bubby is definitely tasting everything. 
quality control. Please don't add him. Not sure the puppy should have raw eggs. We got a problem with salmonella. I yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure that uh, all those ingredients were safe for consumption for the puppy. But it's a cute video. All right, if you are watching on Twitch, I'm going to send you to a channel that's not doing Charlie Kirk and Vosh. Just feminist critique. I like I do not I eat plenty of food that has cat hair in it, so who am I to judge as they let the puppy lick all the shit? Yeah, it's not good for training, but damn, is it cute? Come on. All right, go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live.